Good morning, good morning. I get to add my welcome to you this morning. Thank you for joining us here in person. And, and a ton of our friends are online today because uh, sickness has hit their house. So uh, uh, hello to like about 15 or 20 of our friends that are online. And so glad you're here, or glad you are online. It is our Merry Christmas service. I know it seems weird because it's like the 18th and it's, you know, uh, doesn't quite feel like Christmas yet, um, but that's okay. Next week we're... Uh, we won't gather at our church building. And we're sort of like, what? That seems really weird. You're not going to have church. But next week is the 25th. And now uh, we prioritize that you're actually with your family. And so sometimes uh, I, I think being with your family is just as important uh, as being at church. And we don't think that you're taking a break from church because uh, we think that you can have church even in your home. And we're going to have that on Christmas Day. And so there'll be a video that uh, you'll be watching at 1030. Uh, if, if you can't quite make the 10.30, it'll also stay online, so you can watch that at any time next Sunday. So we will be having worship together, so we will be having it together, we just won't be having it in our building, but we will be having it in our hearts together, in our own homes. So one service in many homes, rather than all of us here in our church building. And so uh, I look forward to that. Really today is sort of, I would say is like our kickoff for an entire week. So we're going to steal the whole week for Christmas rather than just have one Sunday. And so those first few songs maybe didn't feel so Christmassy. We're going to end with a little one here in just a moment, and we're going to kick off this week. So I want you to have all week Christ in mind as you celebrate your Christmas holiday through this entire week, all the way culminating till next Sunday when we're together on video. All right, so we're going to begin the way that we love to always begin with our, with our shout-outs. So if you're new here, don't get surprised right now. All right, what do we do? We love God and we love others. And what do we say? I love God and I love you. What a perfect phrase for Christmas and the holiday time. I love God and I love you. I love being together. Before we get into the message, oftentimes uh, this is our family service. We have our kids present. And so I try to have a little something for our kids in all of our services when we do family service. Uh, and I sort of blame the kids for this one, creating silly fun video. And so here's a silly fun video for uh, our kids uh, to enjoy as we kick off this Christmas message. And so let's see that right now. is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It doesn't show signs of stopping, and I brought some corn for popping. Lights are turned down low. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. But if you'll really hold me tight All the way home I'll be warm The fire is slowly dying And my dear, we're still goodbying As long as you love me so Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow Let it snow, let it snow. 
weather outside is frightful, but that fire is mm, delightful. Since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Doesn't show signs of stopping, and I brought lots of corn for popping. The lights are way down low, so let it snow, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. When we finally say goodnight, how I'll hate going out in the storm. But if you'll only hold me tight, all the way home I'll be warm. Beautiful. Is it breakable? Yep. Are you sure you can hang it? Yeah, I can hang it. Sure. Be careful. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure I won't break it. Crash, right? That's exactly right. Man, I don't know uh, why Christmas fails are so amusing. Like, that's so so much fun. Uh, I actually got to watch hours of those, trying to figure out which ones to show us together. And so, um, man, Christmas is so much fun. Christmas time is delightful. Even in the fails, Christmas is amazing. What are some of your favorite things about Christmas? Who likes uh, Christmas trees? Christmas trees are pretty cool. Uh, who likes parties? I don't really like that parties that much, but uh, who likes uh, Christmas songs? Like, you've been playing them since October. Oh, my goodness, my wife and daughter. Oh, my goodness. Who likes the food of Christmas? Uh, does anyone, anyone like presents? Yeah, everyone likes presents, you know? Even when you're older, you like presents. One of my favorite parts of Christmas really is uh, seeing all the lights that go up during this season. And that, I think that's one of my favorite parts. I love driving around or walking around and, and seeing all the colors or the patterns and the flashing. And, and I don't know, lights just make me smile. They just uh, make my, uh, my internal self a little bit brighter. Uh, lights are beautiful and they're joyful, just like this season. Light is also a key motif in the Bible. And it's always good. Do you remember this one? You may be familiar with this one in Genesis 1-3. God says, let there be light. And there was light. And so the very beginning of existence, there is light. This was declared good by God. And so in the very beginning, we see this idea of light. And light is good. Moving on to the psalm, King David writes this, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? David knew the goodness of the light of the Lord. David knew that the light of the Lord was his salvation. That everything else is just darkness. And when he had that light, he felt safe. And he didn't have to fear anything while he was walking in the light of the Lord. That light was good. The psalm is more prophetic than probably he even knew. Fast forward a thousand years and this happens. This is our Christmas passage for this morning. In Matthew 2 and 9, it says, After they had heard the king, these are the wise men, they went on their way. And they, the star that they had seen when it rose, it went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they, they saw the child with his, his mother Mary, and they, they bowed down and they worshipped him. And then they opened up their treasure and they presented him with gifts of gold and frankenstein and, and oh, frankincense and myrrh. That was Halloween, not Christmas. <laughs> So the light of this miraculous star guides them to this place. The light of this miraculous star guides these wise men who had come from a far distance right to the place where Jesus was born. 
and, and guided others to that same place. The light signified the coming of the Messiah. It was showing them where the Savior was. This, the, the whole and only reason we have Christmas is because of Jesus Christ, because of this event that we just looked at right there. That's the only reason we have Christmas is because of Jesus being born. And this, this star was the light that guided people to first meet this baby who eventually we know would come up and be our Lord and Savior dying on the cross for our sins. This Jesus is the light of Christmas. The light was a sign in the heavens that God had come to earth in human flesh. And that human was Jesus. And the light was good. Here's what the Apostle John says about Jesus. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Jesus created our actual physical life, so, so he is the author of our lives. But more than that, he's the light of our spiritual lives. The light shines in the darkness, and, and the light is always used in the Bible to indicate something that is good and, and amazing and righteous and right and truthful and pure. And so what a beautiful truth we see right here in this verse, that the light Jesus shines in the darkness and the darkness does not overcome the light. Christmas is this. If you get anything, just hear this this morning, that all this week, this is what we're talking about. All this week up until next Sunday, where it's Christmas Day, we're talking about this light coming into the world that dispels darkness. The light coming into the hearts of people. The light freeing us from darkness. This is a truth that has far-reaching implications to our lives, our souls, our, our very beings, ourselves, that the light shines in the darkness. Now, I know that we have a really happy time in Christmas, but, but has anyone ever struggled with the darkness? Has anyone else ever struggled against darkness? If so, then you understand the importance of light and the powerful effect of the light on dispelling darkness. Even during Christmas time, I think the devil tries to bring darkness over our celebrations. Maybe it's just internal stuff that you're dealing with. I know uh, some people got uh, let go. Just I heard several people got laid off, not from our church, but, but in companies all around us here, just right here before Christmas time. Maybe, maybe you've got the sicknesses have come to your family, and, and I know for one of our families, the sicknesses, they were planning a trip to go on, and then they got sick, and then so they can't go on this trip, and so it's kind of messing everything up, and you just get frustrated. And so this holiday that's supposed to be celebratory and it's supposed to be happy, all of a sudden the darkness starts to creep in and you get frustrated. Or as anyone else sometimes go around their relatives and I know I love my family, but mm, sometimes my family, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes with things that are supposed to be joyful, the devil takes those opportunities to kind of twist it or turn it or grab it or, or tweak it or, or hurt it and, and the darkness comes around. Ruining our celebration, trying to ruin your time with your family, trying to distract you from what's really important or confuse or cause angst or anger. Does anyone else have some of those emotions? I know I'm supposed to have like, I'm a pastor, I'm supposed to have only joy during Christmas, but sometimes I have anxiety meeting with people. Sometimes I, I get to the mall and I'm like already frazzled and, and I don't know what I'm going to get and I don't know if I have enough money to pay for the thing I'm going to get. And, and, oh, the joy can get stolen. 
Do you, do you find yourself ever frustrated at the mall or in traffic and so overwhelmed maybe by the busyness of all of this stuff, anxious about getting together with your extended family? See, the devil always tries to bring darkness into every situation and particularly the ones that are really important. See, when I, I'm just walking down the street going to get my mail, the devil's not that concerned about it. But if I'm starting to celebrate Christmas, if I'm celebrate, starting to think about, hmm, what is this all about? What is my life? What, what are these things of church? And, and maybe I'm going to go to church with, maybe you only go once or twice a year, and this is going to be one of those days. And guess that's when the devil's like, hey, 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 I don't know, I don't like all that kind of stuff. Walk to your mailbox, fine, I'm not going to bother you. But the moment you start to do spiritual things, the darkness is available. It's all around. But don't, don't fall for that trick of the enemy where he tries to take something that's good and twist it. Keep your eyes on the light. Don't allow the darkness to ruin the celebration, but allow the light to penetrate and dispel that darkness. That's what Jesus is talking about. He says, yeah, there's going to be stuff that, that feel dark, but you know what? I'm the light of life. I dispel darkness. We can brighten our eyes to the truth of Jesus to let his light expose the lies of the darkness. And it's at Christmas time that we celebrate the powerful light of life coming into the world. That's why Christmas is so important. I, I love all the other parts of it too. I love this. Santa's so fun, so silly, so crazy. It's cool to have elves. I don't mind those elves. I, snow and and we never had snow in California, but I, I've lived here my whole life. I never had a snowy Christmas ever. You know, every 25th it's warm outside and sunny. But I love all those parts. But, but what I really love is that the light of life has come into this world and that it, it causes the shadows to completely flee. See, the light is good. Now, Jesus not only comes in to shine the light momentarily while he was on the planet as, as baby Jesus or even as grown-up Jesus, but he came to give us the light permanently. John records it this way. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said this, I'm the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but they will have the light of life permanently with them. Jesus is not only the light that brings the light, but then he offers that to every one of us as well. He says, the light of life, true life, is given to any who believe in Jesus Christ, that we too may walk in the light as he is in the light. And the amazing part of a, about Christmas is that Jesus then gives us a gift. And the gift, he says, I, I am the light and I'm going to give you the light so that the light is always with you. You get to have it and then you get to share it with others as well. You get to be a bringer of light just like Christ is. We get to share him and his light with other people. See, the light is good. In fact, the Bible began in Genesis with light and it finishes with light. In Revelation chapter 21, the second to last chapter, it says the city, uh, talking about this, this heavenly city that God recreates, it says the city doesn't need a sun or a moon to shine on it because the glory of God's there. And the Lamb, or Jesus Christ, is the lamp. He is the light. He's the light in the beginning. He's the light in the end. He's the light in the middle. He's the light on Christmas. Jesus, the Lamb, is the light for all eternity. He waits in heaven to bring you to glory. His light shines forever, and that light is good. So now all this week I want you to do something. All this week you're hearing what I've been saying, the light is good, light is good. You're hearing that in the sermon over and over and over. What I want you to do this week is to mentally point out all the lights you see. Just start to mentally point out lights. They'll be all over, the ones that you notice. And then when you do, I want, to, I want you to remind yourself that, the one, the light is good, 
and that the light is a reminder of Jesus. And so, so when, when, you, when you get this idea stuck in your mind, it's going to maybe become a little annoying, and I hope so. That you see another light, and you're like, oh, the light, that's good, and it reminds me of Jesus. And then your alarm clock flashes, and you see that light, and you're like, oh, that's light, so that's good, and that reminds me of Jesus. And uh, Kids, if you're with your family, I want you every opportunity to bug the heck out of them. Mom, look at the light, look at the stoplight, look at this light, look at that light. Kids, I give you permission all week to bug your parents till they're going crazy, pointing out the light, and your parents are going to say, man, that light is good, <laughs> the 500th time. And that light reminds us of Jesus. So go out and, and watch the lights on the houses or enjoy the lights on your own tree. Uh, maybe go out this evening and check out the stars in the sky or see the lights at the mall or, or even the brake lights in traffic as it gets crowded at the mall. I see the lights. <laughs> they remind me of Jesus. The light is good. And so maybe you're sitting at the fireplace with your, with your girl, you know, with your wife or your spouse and uh, that fireplace you turn on once a year, you know, that's ours, <laughs> like, blow the dust out, don't remember it, don't forget to open the flue, you know, I have that, it's too hot to ever turn on, but it's okay, we have the AC on and the, and the fireplace on at the same time, <laughs> and just see that light and be reminded of Jesus, the light is good, the light reminds me of Jesus. Tell that Christian girl that you've been crushing on about this new way to look at Christmas lights, and I tell you, fellas, she's going to be impressed when you do. It's a great one. Say, hey, check out those lights, baby. And I don't know how you do it, but uh, trust, she's going to be impressed with that. Maybe when you're alone, notice the lights as you jog at night or, or as you're sitting at home alone, and just say, Jesus, you are the light of the world. One of the traditions my family has, uh, have it ever since the kids were, uh, well, before they were born, my wife and I used to do it, uh, that we go, we get in our uh, sweet Sienna, and we drive around and we look at like other people's house lights. And there's some really cool places in Brea that have like 10 blocks and it's like brighter than Disneyland. And we always go there and we, we go by Starbucks to get some hot chocolate and we put on some, you know, uh, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Got some Bing Crosby in there bumping in the Sienna. And we just drive around and we look at the lights. And it, it just fills us with such joy. And, and we are always reminded that the light is good and the light reminds us of Jesus. <clears throat> So I want you all week to let the, remi- the lights remind you that, that Jesus uh, is this reason of Christmas, and, and it's the only reason of Christmas. Christmas only exists because of Jesus. But, but I don't want you to do it solemnly. I want you to allow the light to always bring you joy. And I want you to, every time you see these things and, and you have Christmas, I, w- I want you to celebrate. Church, I, I want you to celebrate hard. I want you to be like at the, you're, you're the, the most joyful in the place that you go to because you know the purpose of Christmas and, and you see the light and the light is good. So enjoy all the moments, soak in the sights and the sounds, rejoice as you remember Jesus, the light of the world, the light is good. This is our kickoff to your whole week of Christmas. Sometimes you only just get one Christmas today. We're, we're going to get this Christmas Jesus right now. We're going to sing a song in just a second. Uh, a, more Christmassy song, and it's going to kick off this entire week that the light is good, the light is Jesus, and let's remember that. Okay, so we're going to close with a Christmas song, and I'm going to, uh, I, we don't often do this, but I'm going to ask that you stand up uh, with me, and if this is your first time, uh, it's okay, it's a little cringy, I don't mind a little cringe occasionally. Um, so what we're going to do is we're just going to take a deep breath, uh, and I want you to smile, I know, even if you don't feel like it, smile. 
And I'd like you to turn to someone next to you and wish them a Merry Christmas. If you know them, you could give them a hug. If you don't know them, don't hug them. Maybe a fist bump. Maybe a cool guy head nod. Hey, Merry Christmas. Hey, give them a hug. And we're going to raise our eyes up after that and worship God with this Christmas truth. Ooh, hurry up.